0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Cerise, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled, A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And this poem is entitled, I Let Go First. Here we go. There once was a man who would always try to move heaven and earth for me. To this man, I meant everything. He did his very best to make me happy, but I was a young lady and I knew nothing about love. I only knew what I dreamed of love to be. So his efforts didn't really impress me, but I kept on pretending while he kept on pursuing, he lacked understanding as to why I kept running away from him. Then one day, I really hurt his ego by deciding to let him go and explore a whole new world, the one I'd imagined. Maybe it was his heart that I broke, but it was me who let go first. And so I hope that y'all are having the most amazing, wonderful evening, morning, whenever it is that you hear this message, this episode. Um, and today is June the 3rd of 2021. Y'all, half the year of 2021 is already behind us. Can you believe that? If you're listening to this episode, kudos to you. Despite everything that has been thrown in your direction, you are still standing by the grace of God. So, give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing something right, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um however, I do hope that you are doing something for yourself, whether it is strategically, whether it is daily, whether it is by the minute, whatever floats your boat. I just truly hope that you are making yourself a priority. And so um, I wanted to kind of delve into the point that I just read about me letting go first. One thing that I have come to realize as I am getting older is that any type of blessing that we end up getting prematurely, we may not even recognize it until after the fact. And so um, that can you know, be an issue. That can be an issue if you get something prematurely. Don't even realize that you're, you know, that it's a blessing until after it's already gone. (laughs) And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I probably should have paid more attention when it was right in front of me. Yeah. I think that's happened to me a few times where I received a great thing maybe before I was supposed to receive it. So I didn't truly see its value. Um That could be in reference to a job, that could be in reference to a relationship, that could even be in reference to an opportunity. Um, Getting something prematurely because you're not mature enough to handle the blessing can truly take place from time to time. And so in this particular point that I had written, I didn't realize the value of the person until after they had exited my life. Then when I started to see the different type of caliber of men that were out there, I was like, girl, you hit a gold mine!" and didn't even know it. You didn't even know what you had right in front of you until it was too late. I don't know how many people that can attest to that, but trust me, it has happened to me more than once. And so now I, of course, look at opportunities differently. I look at people differently. I try to get to know them um, and I try not to disregard the value in a person as I once did, um, because now I recognize that first of all, people don't have to be nice to you, they don't have to be kind to you, they don't have to be generous to you, um, they don't have to do anything. <laughs> and so, um, with that in mind, I, I have a different regard to relationships. Um, but then I also know that that goes both ways, so. Um, I'm also learning how just not to cast the pearls to swine, if that makes sense. So yeah, I'm just in learning mode per se, and you should be ever learning. There's, I don't believe as long as we're on this earth, that there's ever time that we just arrive, that we just know everything. There's always going to be room for learning. There's always going to be room for growth. Um, and even in this journey of my singleness, I'm paying attention to like my dialogue with certain people. And one thing I I actually joked about, but I was quite serious. You know, they always say whenever you're joking about something, there's a little underlining truth to that. And so I am literally dating again. And I was on this dating app and one of the young men was like, you know, so what brings you here? And I literally told him the longer that I'm on here, it reminds me why I got off to begin with. So I have started to discover that I'm just I'm cut from a different cloth and I'm old fashioned. That is something that for the longest time, I think I kind of hid away from or denied. But I really am old fashioned. I like organically meeting people. I like just the newness of, um, you know, being somewhere and then maybe y'all find a common interest and you comment Let's say, for example, you're commenting on, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that the mangoes are as ripe as they once were, you know, that type of thing. I'm just so used to those type of interactions. I'm used to meeting a stranger in a store or meeting a stranger at church. Or I'm just used to the organic way of meeting people. And so, yes, the online dating thing is, you know, a little bit more, I guess, say, structured. It kind of helps you to eliminate a lot of the mess before you ever formally meet a person Um, but even still after you formally meet a person it doesn't mean that they're not going to show their representative and so um, it's been really interesting going on this journey um, of dating after not dating for so long and just starting to see that yeah my conversations my expectations there's so much that has changed like before which i'm actually kind of glad that i delve into this one of the reasons why i'm glad that i decided to take my friends um suggestions of my going ahead and dating is simply because you really never know if you are ready to date or if the work that you've been doing on yourself can be applied if you never apply it so I'm starting to recognize that there are certain things that um, are truly off the table for me. And so in the first two or three conversations, if someone is talking about sex and you don't even know me and we haven't even formally met each other, delete, delete. Like I don't have time for that. Um, So it helps me to eliminate quickly. That is something that I used to just not do. I used to just in previous times, whenever I was on the app, even if something was said offensively, I would entertain it. I don't even have time to entertain that stuff now. And I've, I've recognized that. I've recognized that Mm-mm, there's no point. Your agenda, your objective, your intentions are quite evident. And so it's easier for me to eliminate. And so maybe that's one of the perks of online dating is because you're able to see like, "Mm, there's no flow here. Um, Not only that, I'm also starting to recognize that there's, if you're at a certain age and you are still living with your mother and it's not for the betterment of you're getting an education or you're about to purchase a home, you know, you're about to purchase a home and so you're trying to save your finances or build your finances so that you can pretty much either pay for that home cash or put a lump sum down. If you don't have like a real reason of why it is that you are living with your parents at a certain age, I'll give you an example, like at over 50, and it's not because your parent is bedridden. um, Yeah, if you haven't figured it out by age 50 um yeah i'm starting to recognize that that's really i don't i don't want any more problems if that makes sense some of you will get it some of you won't but i really don't like i'm at a point in my life that i need an addition a compliment um someone that is going to help to enhance my life not take away from everything that i've been working to build And so um, I don't need a liability. I need an asset. And that's pretty much where I'm at at this juncture of my life. I was not able to communicate that previously, articulate that previously, probably didn't even know how to put it in a sentence because I didn't really know what I wanted. Um, But the older that I've become, I'm starting to recognize what truly is a deal breaker for me. And the only way that I will be able to know that is if I got my feet wet, if I actually started dating. Because I could put a list together all day long, but then it may become easy to compromise on that list if I never apply anything, if I'm only just writing. So this has helped me to see, girl, you don't want this. No, you don't want this. Because at the end of the day, I still have children that are looking at the path that I'm choosing And I've got to set an example. So, yeah, the season of settling is over for me. And, yeah, now I work with, I work with people, but come on now, you know, we got to, we got, this is something that you got to be pulling your weight. You know, that's really what it boils down to. If we're two grown people, you've got to be pulling your weight because I'm pulling my weight. Um, I remember one time that there was a gentleman that, um, this was years back, but I'd love to give y'all examples of just different examples. So anyway, <laughs> and so uh, this particular person, he actually, we, he called himself wanting to date me, right? So I entertained it for a minute and I will never forget when he asked me, now for some of y'all, y'all might chuckle, be like, girl, please, this ain't nothing compared to what I got to pay each month. But when he asked me, he was like, you know, I'll I'll be more than happy to help you with your rent. I'll be more than happy to help, you know, split the bills with you, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh, how thoughtful. That is until I told him how much I paid each month for my bills. Then his whole conversation shifted. And I was like, yeah, it sounded really nice, didn't it? Until you realize, oh my goodness, Oh my goodness, this is what she's doing? Yes, and I do it monthly. So, um, yeah. Needless to say, that relationship didn't last long. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it, it sounded nice, I'm sure, to him to say, oh, I hope her with half the bills. And then when he found out how much I pay each month, it was like, uh, well, um, what had happened was, yeah, mm-hmm, I know. It's a lot. I get it. And so um, I'm just at that point that when I start to recognize that mm -mm, I don't want to take 10 steps back. I'm sorry. There was a point in my life that I I felt like maybe I could afford to do that because I had quote unquote time. But I don't feel like that any longer. My days um, are numbered. Okay, so um, I'm closer I'm closer to the end than I am to the beginning. And with me knowing that, I have to be mindful of the choices that I make for that reason. And I'm not saying I'm, you know, something's gonna happen tomorrow, Lord forbid. I'm just saying that I'm very much aware (laughs) that I am now seasoned. And so, Everything that I do, I need to be mindful of my future and my children's future. And Lord say the same, my grandchildren's future. I just have to be mindful of those things. And hopefully you're being mindful whenever you're making decisions that you're counting up the cost. And that's something that I never, ever thought about doing when I was in my 20s. Never came to mind. I just lived. That's all I did. I just lived. I mean, I guess that's kind of where the grace comes from, right? When you're younger, you just kind of get to do certain things and it's all about you and you know you're not thinking about anybody how it's affecting them because you're young um yeah those days that ship has sailed those days have passed and now i've got to think about everyone including my children um to make sure that i'm making a wise decision and not a foolish decision for the sake of the well-being of my children and so um and i know my kids are getting they're literally becoming adults but even in that um, even in their adulthood, I want to make sure that the person um, that I yoke up with, that this person can be a positive influence and a positive guide when it comes to their lives as well. And someone that if they feel like they can't confide in me, that they feel is, you know, they'll be able to confide in him. Um, that I can trust his judgment um, to where I would know that he is not going to steer my children down the wrong direction. And... um I can trust that not even being present, you know, because I know sometimes depending on how you develop certain relationships, sometimes your kids don't want to tell you they want to tell someone closer, closer to you. And so so with me keeping that in mind, I just want to make sure that the person that I deal with, that he has a level of wisdom, a level of God guidance where he is not easily persuaded because trust me when I tell you my kids my kids will have you spending your last dime that's just that's just how they're made up um and so yeah to where he's not easily swayed where he's able to say okay so this is the reason why i'm saying no um you know where he can kind of help them to see things from a different perspective where there is the utmost respect there on both ends not just them respecting him but him respecting them as well so um, and then I, I want to be able to submit to him. You know, I, I, the person that my purpose partner that God sends to me, my prayer is that I'm willfully able to submit to him, that I can trust his judgment to the point that, OK, if you say go left, we're going left. OK, if you say go right, we're going right all right, if you say, be still, I'm trusting you. Now, there will be times I'm sure that I may have to kind of nudge him a little bit and be like, are you sure that these steps are being ordered by the Lord? Because, uh, yeah, I kind of see this happening if we go that way. But for the most part, I want to be able to submit to him and hopefully he'll be willing to submit to me. And so, um, yeah, so that's one of the things that when I think about letting people, good people go, because I mean, I have, I've let some good quality men go um and it's just because i wasn't ready i wasn't ready in one way form or fashion i wasn't ready for maybe the level of commitment that they were ready for i wasn't ready for what it what it took to maintain that relationship i wasn't ready for the trials and tribulations that we were already facing early in our relationship there are so many reasons why i just wasn't ready and so, um, yeah, I have found myself in a couple of situations where I let a good one go. But those things happen for a reason. I do believe that everything happens for a reason. So even if I couldn't see the whole picture at the time, maybe the... It ain't no maybe to it. It's the definite. They weren't mine. They... These... Fellas were not meant for me. They were meant for a season. There's something that they learned in the course of dating me. There's something that I learned in the course of dating them. But at the end of the day, they weren't mine. They they were somebody else's husband, okay? Because if it was truly meant for us to be together, I wholeheartedly believe this. It would have manifested that way. So you just weren't mine, you know? And so... um. And that's okay. That's really okay. God bless them. I hope he prospers him. All that good stuff that comes with being in new relationships. I hope that that's, you know, their testimony. And mine is out there. So I'll just be patient. I will patiently wait for my true hubby. Um, but yeah. So I was actually scrolling through. Y'all know I love social media. So I was scrolling through one of the sites today. And I stumbled upon... And this is what makes me sometimes seems like, oh girl, I can't like I'm you know, me talk to myself. I cannot wait to be in a healthy, wholesome relationship so that I can do, you know, the stuff like the couple's photos, and so that I can do like the couple's challenges and hashtag, you know, that type of thing. And so um, I stumbled upon these questions. So for those of you that are already in a relationship, for those of you that are already booed up. Yeah, you can write these questions down and you can post them to your social media site and you can have fun with other couples. I'm not there yet, but I still wanted to share because I thought it was adorable. So I'm going to ask these questions again. You can write them down or you can just think out loud and answer them, you know, while you're hearing me ask the questions. But I just thought that this is pretty cool. Um, it's something that I look forward to being able to answer to eventually whenever God says it's time, time. So, um, here are a few questions that I truly look forward to answering one day. Here we go. Um, How did you two meet? Where was your first date? How long have you two been together? Are you married yet? If yes, how long have you been married? Is there an age difference between the two of you? If yes, how many years apart are you all? Who is the oldest of the two? Who showed interest first? That would just be so like so cool to find out. <laughs> So I'm wondering if I'm going to be the one to make the first move or is he going to be the one to make the first move? Or are we just going to have this mutual thing going on where we just kind of know that I'm into him and he's into me and let's just see where this is going to be. You know, I kind of I'm excited about that. (laughs) And so um, who is the most impatient? Which one of you is more sensitive? Now, I could probably answer that in advance without even knowing who my future hubby is, because I am so sensitive i am extremely sensitive so nine times out of ten i'm probably going to be the one that's most sensitive in the relationship he he gonna have to have a a backbone to deal with my sensitivity i'm yeah i want him to be sensitive too but i'm really really sensitive who is the loudest now y'all can answer that i can already tell you that's gonna be me that's gonna be me too I'm gonna be the loudest, I already know. Most likely, he's gonna be really quiet-tempered. And if he is loud, he'll he'll surrender when it comes to my loudness. He'll just be like, I'ma let her have the floor. <laughs> I just have that feeling. But anyway, which one of you is most stubborn? Yeah, that's probably gonna be me too. That's probably gonna be me too. Who knows, he might catch me off guard and be more stubborn than I am. You just never know. Um, who tends to fall asleep first? I'll be really curious to find that part out. Um, which of you snores? That'll be interesting as well. Who cooks better? Yeah, we're probably going to have some cook-off challenges. We, Yeah, I could see us doing that. Having our little dates at the house and then inviting a couple of people over and then kind of having a cook-off challenge. I could see us doing that, so yeah we'll we'll find out who is the better cook but the fact that he loves to cook or would love to cook yeah that's that would be so number one on my (laughs) on my list um which one of you is the better morning person so that's the other thing which one is the better morning person it's probably gonna be him i'm not much of a morning person um yeah so it's probably gonna be him in that arena um who is the better driver so I've been told that I drive very well but you know what I'm really looking forward to I'm looking forward to being able to surrender that okay like I'm looking forward to being the passenger I'm so serious I'm looking forward to being the weaker vessel I am looking forward to my hubby saying babe I got it I am so looking forward to that to be like ooh. I ain't got to do this like I used to. Now, it's probably going to be a little tug of war in the beginning because I've been independent for quite some time. But it will be so lovely to be able to surrender to a man that I truly trust, that I know has my best interest. Ain't trying to embezzle no money on the side of no crazy mess like that. That truly just loves the Lord, loves me, wants the best for me and his family. Like, I cannot wait for that man to manifest in my life. Um, which one of you is the most competitive? We'll see. Who is the funniest? Oh, I hope he has a great sense of humor. I really do. I hope that he makes my sides hurt from laughing so hard. I look forward to that. I literally want my latter years to be greater than my former years. And I want to laugh to the point that I'm crying. Like, for real, for real. Tears of joy, constantly Even when we're like upset with each other or not agreeing, I just want him to have that type of sense of humor that just makes me say, you know what? I can't stand you right now, but that was hella funny. You know, I (laughs) I literally cannot wait to be in that type of relationship. Where do you eat out at mostly as a couple? We shall find out. Where, oh, who is more of a social butterfly? That'll probably be me too. Most likely. We'll see. That might change. You know, I haven't met them yet. Um, Which one of you is the neat freak? That one will be, what is it? To be determined. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Where was your first kiss? Now, I'm really excited about that. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to find out where our first kiss is going to be. Yeah. Um, Which one of you picks out where you go out? dinner the most? That is to be determined. Which one of you is the first to admit when you are wrong? So I've had a lot of practice in this arena. So nine times out of 10, I'll be the one to admit that I'm wrong. But like I said, application is the key. So that one most likely is to be determined as well. Who has tattoos? Let me start by saying i have no tattoos so nine times out of ten he's gonna have the more tattoos if he has any tattoos because that's the next question who has more tattoos so if he has any tattoos it's hands down gonna be him because i have zero dear i have zero um which one of you is the better singer now y'all know i love to sing i never said that i could i just love to sing so, well, it'll be interesting to see if he can hold a pitch. Now, if he can hold a pitch, man is going to need to serenade me, like, for real, for real. Yeah, that's going to have to be just part of his courting me. Just serenade me, baby, serenade me, you know, because I love a man that can sing. So, yeah, uh, who does the most driving when you are together? That is to be determined, but Lord knows my prayer is that it will be him because, like I said, um, I'm ready to relinquish some things as just like for real i'm really okay with saying you know what you can take the wheel honey go ahead and take the wheel you look sexy when you do it take the wheel (laughs) i can't wait anyway so for those of you that are in a loving healthy happy relationship or if you just want to you know spice up your if you want to spice up your conversations with your boo If you want to have something to talk about on social media, try that. Write down the questions. I hope you did. Um, And then put them on your actual page and just kind of see how other couples respond. That's like a great little dialogue to have. Um, And then if you just want in the privacy of your home, if you just want to kind of like have that conversation with your boo and be like, so which one, you know, which one? I think that's cute. You know, for y'all to talk about it, for y'all to have a little fun you know conversation laughter a little debate you know in a cute way um that's something to look forward to so yeah take it use it however you see fit it's all good so this is going to conclude this portion of my episode however those of you that know me know i love to read a letter to my future hubby This one is dated June the 3rd of 2021. And guess what? Today is my little sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Bridget. And so, here we go. Dear future hubby, I just had a thought. Have you ever noticed how right before a rated R movie starts and before it even comes on, how... There will be a message that says, viewer discretion is advised. Why exactly do you believe this is? Well, in my opinion, most likely because we cannot unsee what we have seen. Think about that. You cannot unsee what you've already seen. Therefore, I believe it's a way to warn us to protect our eye gates. Future hubby, are you protecting your eye gates or not? To this very day, there is a scripture, one of my favorite scriptures to be exact, which is found in Job chapter 31. And part A of that scripture talks about Job making a covenant with his eyes, not to lustfully look upon another woman. I already know. For a man to make a covenant, to not look upon another woman lustfully with his eyes is a really big deal. So what I get from this is that Job made an agreement with himself. He wanted to remain faithful to his wife. So he made this covenant. I believe that he was promising to remain true to his wife all the way down to his eyes would you be willing to make such a covenant with your eyes have you made such a covenant with your eyes i know for me I would be more than willing to make a covenant like this with my eyes. In fact, part I really believe I already have. But anyway, it goes to another level when you're married. But making a covenant with my eyes to not lust after another man, that's gonna be easy for me. Because consciously or unconsciously, I already know I'm only gonna have eyes for you. And how can I be sure? Well, primarily because lust is not one of my proclivities. However, is lust one of yours? Are you currently battling with pornography? Yes, I'm going there. Have you found a way to justify your proclivities while you're waiting? Have you normalized watching pornography? I find that confessing your shortcomings and seeking a way of escape is a great place to start, especially if this is something that you do struggle with. And if it is, I need you to know that you are in my thoughts and you are in my prayers. I'm asking God to show you, you, from all angles. Because right now in my waiting season, God is showing me, me. Something I wholeheartedly believe is necessary if we desire to grow as we are, while we are apart. So that when we grow, so that when we come together, we can grow intentionally. If you haven't looked into making a covenant with your eyes yet, I encourage you to explore Because after all, when we are ready, when we get ready, we, what is, I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue twisted. When we are ready, we don't have to get ready. Be encouraged. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this message. Please do me a huge favor. And take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.